All right, what's going on, folks? Episode 18. Um, yeah, man, like, this is going to be a double episode this week, obviously, because of the big card that's coming Yo, up this weekend. Fire. UFC 261. Uh, we didn't have a chance to talk about that the last episode, but we're definitely going to cover that on this one today. So, where do you want to start, man? Did you watch the press conference? You know, oh, yeah, it was today. It was, it was this today. I watched how it was morning. it? Yeah, how was it? I um, haven't seen it. First time with crowd. So you had the crowd there. Hey, that should, should actually. I, I saw the the face offs. I saw yeah. the face offs. Yeah. How was it? How was how was it? It was good. It was tame. Um, mm. You know, Kamaru and Masvidal were. I wouldn't say it was like super hyped, and, and they weren't talking too much shit. However. You can hear the crowd clearly cheering for, for Masvidal, of like, and they're definitely booing Kamaru. So that was really interesting to hear. You can tell the fighters really were taking it in in terms of the energy of the crowd because they were loud. I mean, mm. I, I don't know how many people were in the event, but you can definitely hear them. And it was pretty awesome too. I saw like when I watched the face-offs, I could hear a guy like screaming yeah. all the time. If you even like read the comments, everyone was talking about what up, what the fuck, what about this guy? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know so. who I remember from? Our good French Dave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I was sent to him, and I was Dave. Is this you? <laughs> so yeah, man, this is gonna be the first kind of full house event since. 15,000 people, right? I think 20, man. 20,000. Yeah, it's going to be a massive. 15, 20,000 people. Yeah. It's going to be a full house. It's going to be massive. So this is literally the first live event since, I guess, the pandemic, right? I so it's been hope, a year? I just I just hope everything goes smooth, man. If somebody got sick, you know, if like it starts like a spread. I think, I mean, like look. That, I, it's going to be really bad for the event. Yeah. And, you know, if, if they've already kind of had the crowd in the... Uh, press conference obviously they've tested it and maybe they've created a bubble so once mm. you're once you've bought the ticket maybe you have to stay within that bubble for the the whole weekend it's hard it's like one like 15,000 people how can you control 15,000 people yeah true I don't know I mean I, I'll be interesting to see how they did it but maybe they, are, maybe, maybe they require they require like to get inside the event, you need to show like a like a negative test. Hundred percent, like they're, they're yeah. taking the test everyone. They're taking the they're test, everyone. test. Everyone. So that, has that's tested. better. Um, of course, you still can fake it or anything like that, but uh, it's either that or they might even say like if you had the vaccine or something, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Know, but that's knows? true. If you got the two doses of the vaccine, you don't. You can go inside. That yeah, makes so sense. it is going to be really awesome um, to kind of watch a live event for once. I I do miss. Or I'm, I'm not miss, but I do like the fact that for the last year we've been watching UFC without a crowd. I think it's quite cool because uh, you can hear everything. It changed completely. That's what I was about. I think to it's say. more tense. It's more tense, but at the same time, some fighters they fight much better when they have the crowd. And I think Masvidal is one of these guys. Yeah, maybe. I see you Usman's the like a like a huge favorite, but Masvidal should fight better with the crowd. Their last fight was. Not with a crowd, right? With the last fight was no crowd. Yeah. He, he, he was in Abu Dhabi, no yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah. But the one before against Nate Diaz was with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You're right, especially because everyone's cheering for Masvidal. Yeah, everyone is cheering for him. It's like... Makes it, sense. Makes sense, you know, like, especially for him, like, like everyone is a Jordan guy. He has been doing this for such a long time. Yeah. So, having that... Like, that so, what do you think, fade, though? You know? I mean, what, do, what do you think of the fight? Uh, How do you think it's going to play out? Oh, uh, like... Uh, <laughs> 
for the sport, having a new star as as Masvidal it is right now would be awesome. Like technically speaking, like the competition level, stuff, man. So you think Usman's gonna win? Yeah, I think Masvidal's gonna win. Really? Yeah, because I look at the last fight, he had six days notice. It went all five rounds, mm-hmm. right? But he's I mean, a tough guy. He's good. He- well, look, I mean, like, if you look at Kamara's last few fights, he's pretty much finished them, right? I mean, Gilbert, I guess with Covington, that that went the distance, but he knocked him out, right? He, he knocked him out yeah, in the last few in seconds, round, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Masvidal, okay, yeah, he was definitely dominant, Usman, but at the same time, for someone that took it for six days... Went all the but way to the distance. The, at the end of the day, it was also six days for Usman, you know, and he. Needed, but he was training for Gilbert. But that's the thing; is a completely different fighter. You're training for Gilbert Burns, like how I don't know how many times world champion Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and then you're going to fight Masvidal, high level striker. It's a completely different fight. I get that. Style. But don't you think, like in terms of just his physique and conditioning, like he was primed, like he was already trained. You know what I mean? True, but at the, but it, but at the end of the day, he doesn't want to expose himself that much because he knows how dangerous Masvidal is. So and I think you try to do the same thing. It's going like I, I can see he like trying to dominate the fight, being very pragmatic, you know, like not exposing himself, controlling against the wall. Of course, Masvidal will, will come with a better plan. Will come in a better shape. He knows what to do. But yeah, I don't think Usman will try to take it. Like we try to strike. Oh, because now I'm training with Trevi Whitman. I'm gonna try to strike. I don't think so. I disagree. I think you, he, did, you disagree. I reckon. First round, Kamara's definitely going to try to make this a stand-up fight. And this uh. is going to be an ego play. Because Masvidal kept saying, like, basically throughout the last couple of weeks, like, he doesn't hit hard. Like, he hits like a pussy. Like, you know what I mean? And if you look at... You know, like, this trash talking now got weird for me. I, actually, I like it that they didn't have too much trash talking. Like, just like Masvidal was saying some, some shit this week. But because they finished in a, such a nice way last time, you know, even Usman was kind of like saying very good things about Masvidal after the fight. Yeah, but I mean, so they, they played the promo and they cut into a scene on the last fight. So the moment basically, you know, the fight stopped, it ended. The first thing Masvidal said, six days notice. Yeah, this is this is six days. Wait until I get a full camp against you. Yeah, that was we, the first thing he said to... to we're going to run again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, like... That's kind of the narrative for the sec- for this fight right now is with I wouldn't say it's a full training camp because it's a month and a half, but long enough. You know, it's long enough, you know, especially because he has been prepared for Fuzma for a long time. Yeah, so you know, what, I do think Masvidal is going to turn up. I mean, I think we all know it's going to be a different fight for sure. Mm. I do think based on the last fight with Gilbert, I think Uzma is going to take it standing up. I really do. Mm, I don't. I don't think, I don't so. think he's. I don't think he's going to take it to the ground. He is much bigger. He has a much better grappling. Not much better because Masvidal. People, people sometimes they sleep on him. Masvidal is complete. Man. Masvidal is he's good a good everywhere. He's good. he's good everywhere. Even his wrestling, offensively, defensively, he is good everywhere. Of course, he doesn't have the same level of grappling that Usman has, but he's definitely a complete fighter. But so there's no. With the physicality, you know, like Usman's bigger. Um, I don't think he's going to take any risk trying to strike against Masvidal. I disagree. I, I think rounds one and two is going to be a stand-up. And if it goes past those two rounds, 
um, depending on how well Usman thinks he's doing standing up. For example, if he's not doing too good, then he'll change it, switch it to taking it to the ground after mm. round two. I think with uh, Masvidal, he's going to try and keep it standing up, obviously. He doesn't want to take it to the ground. So he's going to try and bait him to see if, you know what I mean? Or he might do a Ben Askren fucking knee to the fucking face. <laughs> like, if you have this vision, you should bat online because it's paying four to one. I disagree with these odds, you know, like I see Usman as the favorite, but that's that's too much. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I guess on paper, like, Usman should win, right? Uh, because I, I guess he's just a little bit more superior. However, when I look at the last fight and, and you look at it as six days notice, he took it right to the end, five rounds. You know what I mean? Like, now that he has sort of a full training camp, a much better game plan, like you said, because he's already been there with Usman, right? I, I do think with Usman, his striking has improved quite a lot, actually. A I lot. mean, his last one with, with Gilbert. Really a lot, really a lot. But when I when you look at, like, what happened with the Gilbert one, especially when Usman got knocked down, remember? I think round one, Gilbert... Yep. Gilbert yeah. like yeah. clocked him. Didn't right? knock him down, but he got he got wobbly. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that to to Uz, to Masvidal, that's like I think that's a hole or, or that's a way to get into Usman is to bait him into get him to, to strike essentially. And I think with Usman, because he knows his wrestling is solid, and with training with Whitman and everything else, I think he's going to try and make it a stand up for the first two mm. rounds. I really do. Makes sense. Makes sense. But what about the future, you know? Like, if Masvidal wins, we have a new, huge, like, superstar. Is he, though? But at the same time, if Usman wins, Usman, Usman, Usman's stock has grown a lot in the last few months, in the last year, let's say. Because he beat Masvidal, then he had a great performance against Gilbert Burns. He's active. Different than most of the champions, he's very active. Like, people can remember about Usman. You know, I have friends that don't really follow MMA, don't really follow UFC. But, oh, that guy, the Nigeria guy, yeah, 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 yeah. He just fought, right? Yeah. So people can remember his last fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be... Casual, the casuals. I mean, for me personally, I, I, I've never really been a huge Usman fan. I've been, I respect him for what he's done. And he's, he's definitely, he deserves to be a champion because he's worked hard for it. There's no question about it. And his performances have been good. But I don't know, for me, nothing's really stood out. I, he, I know he's a solid fighter. I don't know. For me, I've never really been a huge Usman fan. Like, mm. So I, I want Masvidal to win because it, it just brings a new spotlight to that division, right? Because then you can write so many stories. Then you have the Covington fight as well, right? If, if no, yeah, open, opens then, up. Then yeah, opens McGregor up. Because could, like, could come in as well, right? If, if, if Usman wins, there is only one more fight for him. I mean, like that is not like a rematch. Which is Stephen Thompson. Thompson's supposed to fight in Yeah, true. Thompson Thompson's supposed to fight in July, June or July. Yeah. And I think that's the the only fight that you know, like that didn't happen. Yeah. Of course, like Hamza, but Hamza is like far away from the title shot. He has to win at well, least Leon Edwards. He beat Le Leon Edwards already, remember? Yeah, but he's the only one that's logical. So if, if Leon beats But that's Diaz. what I'm, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's being Yeah, I know. It's the mean. only fight that it had like that's that it, is right. is like you know, like first time, yeah. it's Stephen Thompson. And for me, that's the hardest fight for Usman, stylistically. Thompson has that karate style, moves really well, yeah. controls the distance as probably the best guys to control, like in terms of distance control, can move everywhere. 
He's a better striker, definitely. It doesn't matter how much better Kamaru is is is, is improving. You know, like so. You know, it's interesting that you said Asma because I mean, yeah, I mean, TMIF, we haven't really. Work. Obviously, he's now getting better, and he's in the he's in the picture too. So if he, I reckon he's about one or two fights away from a Who? title. Uh, Chimaev, 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 Chimaev. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he's fighting. He, he's like, well, I don't know if he's going to fight, but he's going to be fighting soon. He'll fight probably around July or August. I don't think UFC will try to push him earlier than that because you know they know how bad he was. In yeah, the, he's not going to fight. For the title this year, but he's I not going to fight his title for the. He's two fights away, I think. But that so if Usmo wins and Thompson wins, I think this they'll fight. Uh, they'll fight by the end of the year. Makes sense. And so really tough fight for 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 Uzma. the hardest for me. In my in my opinion, this is the hardest fight for him. Why? Because Thompson's style is just like so unique. Who do, like how can you get like training partners to train for to, for Thompson? You need to go for karate school, like uh, kickboxing, very American karate. Let's say, let's put like this style, you know. And then these guys usually they, they have no wrestling, they have no grappling, so it's a, such a unique style. That's and he cannot. I mean, it doesn't matter how much better he is at the moment, like when he's striking, but he cannot try to strike against Stephen Thompson. Right. You know, there's no point. And to put him down, it's so hard because he moves really well. It's not a guy that you can control against the, the, the wall, for example, against the fence because he moves laterally all the time. He has that in and out. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned uh, if whoever wins essentially this weekend, Dana did confirm that Covington's next. Oof. So uh, so he basically said, like, no matter... Because it's it's a win-win, right? If Masvidal wins, it makes sense. Covington, right? It's a perfect match. It's a perfect and match. And then if Usman wins... It it's mean, another rematch. It, it's another great rematch, right? Because obviously the first fight was really good, too. So I think Thompson's going to have to be waiting for quite a bit. I think that's the problem. I, I reckon, like, the problem with Thompson is he's lost a little bit of his um, stock. Because after... Yeah, he fought twice for the title, and it was, like, too... One fought, one they fight weren't really, good. really good against uh, Usman. Uh, against, sorry, against Tyler yeah. Woodley. And I think he won, but it was really close. It was the draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, First one was a draw. Second was a draw. Was, and the second one he Woodley, lost. But yeah. it was also like really, really close. But it was yeah. boring. It was, it was a boring well, fight. I thought it was a yeah. great fight. I mean, I mean, I like it, but I mean, but like, for, said, like, for casual shit. people, yeah, 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 it was yeah. quite boring. Yeah. So I think that's the problem with Woodley. He, not Woodley, sorry. Uh... Uh, Wonder Boys, I think he's lost a little bit of that star power since Agree. the Woodley fight. And, you know, he's lost to Till. He got injured. He got knocked out by Pettis, remember? Yeah. So he, he's had... That's, that was the, 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 the hardest thing for yeah, him. So but then he had that great performance against Vicente Luque. And yeah, then he got, his last fight was also amazing look I think it depends on how if he, if he wins and he wins really like spectacular then I agree then he's probably in the title picture but you know based on what Dana was saying there's no question that the next fight whoever's going to win this weekend will be against it's Covington cool. and I think it makes sense too mm, makes why not sense. right I just don't like these rematch right away you know like they're doing this but it's with not really a right away though I mean with Covington like, he haven't fought since them uh, Woodley. Was, no, he's, he's fought. No, Colby. Colby's fought. No. He fought Woodley. After the... Yeah. Was this after the fight? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. That's true, that's true. He, he, yeah. he, he fought yeah, Woodley. He dominated. Yeah, yeah. He, he, dominate he smashed Eddie. Woodley. Yeah, he's smashed. That's true, that's true. Makes sense. That's true. You're yeah, right. I mean, so I think like... Yeah. Yeah, it has to be him. I mean, I think... But it it, like if Thompson wins in a really fast way, it can also be Thompson. He'll be in the title picture for sure. That's 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 something UFC does really well. You know, that's the reason they never use... 
they never really follow the rankings they never you they never do grand prix because they want to have that uh uh flexibility to move fights you know yeah, if yeah. they have a grand prix you know they are stuck with that thing so now it's there now then white is seeing is, is is kobe but what about if thompson got a like a spinning back kko yeah you know but then the, the other thing is masvidal even said if, if he he was basically asked in the press conference if he was to win would he give uh usman a rematch he said yes because mm. Usman gave him a rematch, so he's like, "Oh, do it." So you know, th- th- there's yeah. so many different variables. And remember that that Thompson beats Masvidal at 77. He yeah. beats Masvidal yeah. like literally. Yeah. 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 He'd be like, "What a what a performance!" Yeah, I agree. But that was a very different Masvidal back then too. I mean, the new Masvidal, I feel like, is True, a little bit but different. Can you do see Masvidal beating Thompson today? I know it's just, of course it's just, Masvidal is a tough fight for everyone, but just styles. Yeah. I Masvidal, just, I don't think I, maybe Masvidal will try to grapple him, but I don't think so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, look, it's going to be a great, there's going to be a great uh, title fight this weekend, and I, I can't wait it, because it can it can really go any way, right? Masvidal definitely has a good chance of winning, um, and it's one of those things where I don't think since GSP and even Matt Hughes, no one has gone beyond four title defenses at 170. So, uh, Woodley had four. I think he I just. Think. I think he just passed. He's on Woodley. three. He's on three. Woodley's on three. But that's the thing. We can. Uh, GSP had nine, right? I can't. Remember, I can't remember. Yeah, to GSP be had had the, the most. But it's like we can see Uzma being the champion for a long time. You know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really he can know. lose. Of course, he can lose. But like, he is so dominant. It's not like Tyron Woodley, you know, like Tyron Woodley was winning his fights, but he wasn't, you, you didn't feel that dominance. I felt like he was dominant, but he was just, he was, he, he was playing it safe, right? With, I mean, like, for example, he the was, one with Maya, right? That was a boring fight. But it, safe, yeah. But he played it safe because he fucked But the fights shoulder. against Thompson, the two fights against Thompson, draw and what the win was very, but he like, was playing it safe. Because like, in a way, like, like you said, when you, when you go against Woodley, like, you're not going to go in there and fucking like shoot, right? Because Woodley's just going to fucking like, sidekick you to the fucking universe you know what but I mean that's what I'm saying but Usman Usman's performance has been so dominant like every fight I'm not it's not only since he got the title it's every fight since he got but the would UFC. you say the Colby fight the Covington fight was that dominant because it, it went either way it look it, it, was, was, it was definitely the closest but at the end of the day he finished the fight but it wasn't dominant you know what I mean? Like, the I only one the only one well okay but then okay Gilbert. but he still could finish the guy there's no question that Usman is definitely. I can see Usman like a new Jaspi, not in terms of charisma, but he has the potential to be there. You know what I'm saying? He definitely does. I mean, the thing is, like, if he, I feel like if Usman just does his wrestling with every fight and takes it to the ground, then yeah, it, it's gonna be like Usman for the next ten years, right? Because it's just playing it safe. But I do feel like. Usman doesn't want to be known as that type of champion. I think there's the opposite. That's I the thing that I really not not admire at some point. He kind of doesn't care about people's opinion. He goes to win. He's so programmatic. I disagree. I think like if you looked at his come up, right? Like part of the if you look at the way he's kind of handled himself, he was a very kind of um, how do I say it? a very l- confused fighter in terms of he was confused in the sense of why am I not getting a lot of fans on my side because remember on the, his come up it was all about the wrestling mm-hmm. and then remember one of the fights 
at the end when he won, he's like, yeah, I only gave 60%. Remember that? And then mm. Dana was just like, 60%? Oh, okay, that, that, that's 60%. Motherfucker, when you fight, you have to give 100%. And because of that, mm. he didn't give Usman a lot of fights anymore, right? And Usman kind of went through different stages or different phases of trying to figure him out as a fighter, right? Then he was like talking shit, remember? He went through a talking shit phase, but he was so bad at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, like, he's not doing it, right? So I I do think that he's quite conscious about how people perceive him as a fighter. Even today, I I know you didn't watch the, the conference, but watch it after this. The moment he walked in, everyone was booing him. And I know like, as a fighter, like, yeah, I like the booze. Yeah, it, it, it motivates me. But come on, man, like deep down inside as a human being, you want you want people to cheer for you as a champion, right? Because at the end of the day, if that was a GSP, if that was a Masvidal, the champion, or even a Conor McGregor, everyone would be cheering for them. But because it was Usman, everyone was booing him, right? Mm. So I do think like he, he is very conscious about how he wants to see himself especially his legacy as a fighter because the reality is he's probably only got five to maybe eight fights left in his career that's the way i look at it right two fights a year yeah he's not uh he's not i don't know because especially because at this level he's not gonna keep fighting if 100%. He moves, you know if he's already made a lot of money so you know what i mean like yeah exactly but the thing is do you want to chase the gsp record which is not i think it's nine title defenses so that's about no he goes for that but i'm saying yeah. if he lose i don't think he would stick for too long yeah true i i agree so i and I, the way I look at the way that he's been performing since the Covington fight, you can tell he's focused more on his striking, like a lot more. For and sure, he yeah. uses the striking a Just lot more. Just the fact more. he's with And, and the reality is he's actually really a really good striker now. Like, he is. He, like, he's no, very he was good. No, he was always a good striker. He's very educated, you know, like he... Mm. Uh, uh, sorry. Henry Roof did a great yeah. job with him. You know, he, he makes everything very simple. You always like to always talk about Whitman, that. Right? But now it's Whitman. It's just like a level up. Different. You know, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. got he had he got the fundamentals with 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 Roof, yeah. and now he's like putting new things on his game. You can see the difference. So he he's definitely like involved. Yeah. Know? Like he's so involved. that's what I'm saying. Like round one this weekend, it's going to be standing up. Mm. Like, Usman will 100% try to make this a stand-up fight. Masvidal is so dangerous, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I mean, look, we've just covered the fucking main event, but we haven't <laughs> even talked about, in my opinion, I think it's going to be the fight of the night, the co-main event. Basically, Wei Li against Naman Yunus. Who do you got? I got Wei Li. I don't know, man. Like, but Look, it's it's a fight that if Yamahuna's like, it's we so evenly matched. Yeah. For me, the Chinese has the, she has the momentum, you know, she's really confident, she is so strong, physically strong, she's a fucking freak, you know, fucking beast, but she's a striker. Yamahunas has a great striking, and one thing that can make the difference is the reach. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, he yeah. has really short arms, you know, kind yeah, of like she TR. She's very stubby. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Yamahuna has really long arms, like that skinny girl, like very good kicks. So I wouldn't be surprised if Yamahuna's come with a very good game, like controlling the distance, you know, not being hit, like a kind of a boring fight. And his her grappling is, is definitely much better. Yeah. Not like much better, but it's like ground game is but much better. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. know if he can put Ye Li down. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if he can get the take down. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, in my opinion, I, when I when I look at both of them, I, I do kind of look at them as quite evenly matched. Um, I will say that if you look at Wei Li's last fight with Yun Jacek, right, 
it was obviously one of the f- contenders of fight of the year. Mm. I mean, it was a tough fight for both of them, right? And I think some even argued that Young Jacek actually won that one. It was really close. It, it was, was very, very close. close. Yeah. But then if you also look at Nama Yunus, her fights with Young Jacek, she dominated. But that's about styles, man. But don't you think the styles almost the same? Because like, mm. if you if you look at like, okay, you can you can argue you can argue that is like, uh, two strikers, but Nama Yunus is I would say a striker. No, no, I mean I'm, I'm talking about like uh, Yeli and Yuana. Yuana, yeah. yeah. But are these styles? These styles are similar. That's true. That's a good. Comparison. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel these like styles are similar. Yeah, so it might happen. You know, like. And those like the short arms of Yeli and the long arms of of Yamahunas can make the difference. Yeah. I don't think she can get the fight to the ground, but she's definitely a much better Jiu-Jitsu fighter. I yeah. mean, not definitely, but she looks much better because at the end of the day, nobody saw. Uh, we, we we didn't have the opportunity to see Yeli's ground game. Well, I mean, funny you say that uh, because uh, Yama Nunes was asked that on the press conference, saying mm. like, you know what I mean? Like, would you take this to the ground? Because we haven't seen much of Wei Li. And actually, Yama Nunes said, um, you're actually wrong. If you look at Wei Li's earlier career, her earlier fights, a lot of it went on to the ground. Mm. So Out actually, of UFC? She, yeah. So, she, so she's aware that like, you know, Wei Li does have um, quite a decent on-ground game. Mm. Um, so I, I, no, definitely she's good. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. the world champion. She's definitely stronger. Wei Li definitely, definitely has. No. Like, she's definitely the strongest girl yeah. in that division, like by far. Just like Valentina is in the other yeah. one. Uh, and I like this is a big. This is a huge fact. I don't know uh, if Yamahona's punch can be as so effective as it was against Yoana. Yeah, she might resist. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's so hard because it's I just really look at hard. It's a great fight. Yeah, because with with Young Jacek, that fight, I just felt like, you know, I thought going into that fight, Whaley is gonna smash Yuana, but Yuana really like she put up a good fight. You know what I mean? That like, was she, actually that. Do you do things? I, I was expecting to be like that. Like no, I, I thought fight, I thought like, like, was just really gonna like fight. steamroll. Like because because at that time Yuana was kind of going through losses with True. Young like Nunes. the momentum was like she wasn't actually yeah. the same fighter as when she was champion, right? And and I felt like her competitors have kind of caught up with her, right? You know what I mean? And True. I felt like True. you know with every champion, eventually you kind of your, your competitors kind of just get to your level, right? If, if you, you don't stay progress. there for too long, 100%. people will figure it out. Yeah, and, and I just thought like, Wei Li would just kind of smash her, but actually, it was such a good fight. It went either way, do you know what I mean? If you want to won that, I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, she deserved it too. So when I look at this fight, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's going to be a slugfest. I think this is definitely not going to be one-sided. I think it's going to go the distance. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. Yeah, I think it will go to the distance as well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So who have you got? You so you got Whaley? Yeah, a little by by a little. Okay, I got I'm better it. with Rob. Rob, I'm get well, well, you, well, man. Well, what did Rob get? Uh, we, 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 he got he got uh, Joanna. Okay. I got Yeli, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Nami Yunus for sure. I, I think you, know you, I mean? you go Nami Yamahunas. I think so. I think so. Great fights. I wouldn't be surprised. Like KO first round, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, can true. be anything can happen. True. Cool. All right, then we go to another fucking great fight, which is Shevchenko against Andrade. Did you see what Yamahunas talked about Andrade? No. What did she say? I love that. She said Valentina. She, she said great things about Valentina. She said that you should train together. She said Valentina is really, really strong, physically strong. But 
Andrade oh, is yeah. just they different. trained together. I forgot. Yeah, they trained together. Yeah. But she said Andrade Andrade is just different. She said she was never. She never got hit by a person so strong as Andrade. She said everything that she throws is like it's painful. Yeah. So, Valentina is definitely the like more technical. You know, like you can you can compare the technique, but I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Valentina is the favorite. You know. Yeah. But. I mean, according to Yamahunas that fought, that trained to that trained with one and fought to the other twice, she knows what she's saying. I feel like with Andrade, she's she's um, she's one of those fighters where it's like whether she's going to have a good day at the office or a bad day at the office. You know, when she has a good day in the office, she smashes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what she did to Rose, picking her up and everything else. But then when she won the bout, her f- first title defense, she I think she lost it to someone right no she lost you yeah yeah so to me like so she says what i mean it's like it's like a hit and miss with her like sometimes she just fucking smashes it and then sometimes it's just like it's just not her day it's like andrade if you watch if you watch andrade's fight you can see she's not the most technical she just goes forward she she just punches the shit out of (laughs) that's just like her physicality is just like you know she's really tough she's really tough she has a good strategy but Facing Valentina, who was fucking strong, man. Valentina's like body, you know, like it's just like insane for yeah, for, yeah. for a girl, and so technical. So she's good everywhere. Quick as she's well. T- quick as well. Yeah. So she has been fighting for over twenty years, like twenty five years. She she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Valentina should win. Like, should she win. Should yeah, win. no, she's definitely the favorite. She's you definitely know, the if, favorite. If but she doesn't win, and then it it must be a mistake that she would have done. You know what I mean? That's that's my thought. But after seeing. Yamahuna's interview, I kind of, oh, okay, the Brazilian has a chance. Yeah. Oh, she punches hard for sure. Get Andrade. those slams. Yeah. Imagine him getting a big slam. Yeah. I don't know. And, she, and the thing is, with Andrade, she's got a chin on her. I mean, she's taking some beatings and she would just keep going forward yeah. and forward and swinging and swinging. True, true. By the way, I, something that Andrade said, I, I, I don't know if that's good, man. She was saying like, oh, Valentina is the best pound for pound. She's better than Amanda Nunes. Like putting... Like Valentina on a different level, you know, yeah. like even comparing to herself. What are you talking about? You're just going to fight the girl, you know, like yeah. two days, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's, that's, this doesn't help. Yeah, true. You know, true. like, what are you, like, you're going, it's kind of, I don't know if it, it's not an excuse because she doesn't give excuse, but at the same time, it's excuse maybe for herself. Oh, I'm fighting the, the best in the world. If yeah. I lose, it's okay. You know, Can't, maybe she thinks like that. And yeah. if she goes with these mindset, that's 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 yeah. I have to admit, there's been a little bit, um, a lot more respect between each of the competitors this time round, right? Even even Masvidal, like he has, he said some nice things about Usman too, and I was like, huh. <laughs> so I think it's um, I, I guess maybe we're entering a different phase into um, the rivalry in, in UFC because I, I mean like if you, if you look at Conor McGregor man like he's so nice now and I, I mean whether or not he's going to be nice this time I'm fucking I'm looking I hope forward. he's back I hope, he's back I, I hope the motherfuckers will be back yeah I hope so too I mean this is boring this is getting too boring no crowds no trash yeah, talk you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. we got we got to see some new new thing I hope on. he's back but let's see what happens but I, I do feel like there's a little bit more respect between the fighters like they're not the, the talking shit is not as as um, before yeah do you know the guy that has been talking shit a lot recently uh, and I like the way he talks uh, Peter Yawn really like I mean he doesn't speak English but every t- everything that he posts it's like it's not uh, him it's not I mean but 
maybe he says in, in, in Russian, then what yeah, someone yeah, just yeah, translates yeah, yeah. for him. It, it, everything makes sense, you know. He's a very talented guy. I would yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you would speak English, it would be really nice. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's not true. a nice. He's not a. He's not a trash talker, but he like you say something about him, he go, he's gonna reply. Yeah. He's gonna say yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, that's true. I, that's I true. love what he said to 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 Shane O'Malley. Oh yeah, and what the fuck? O'Malley said. Uh, trying to call him out. Like, yeah, he was trying. Do you want to beat someone? Do you want to oh, yeah, beat me up? In the, yeah, do you want to beat me up in June or July? And since, then yeah. he said something like, "Are you are you, are you high?" <laughs> he probably said, "Yeah, yeah, it was high." <laughs> All right, moving on to the middleweights. I mean, this is going to be an interesting one. Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman. I also bet with Rob. Rob, get you. Man, I think this is probably the... the this is like the... It's a 50-50 match. I mean... Weidman should momentum, win. Momentum. Weidman should win. Hall, is the fi- Hall has has a better momentum. But if you see really? the papers... Yeah, Hall just... Hall has... Didn't Weidman win as well? No. Weidman won, but it, like he lost the in, in the last four fights, he won only one. Or maybe no. even five fights. And it was close. So the moment is that definitely favors Uriah Hall. But if you see the papers, you know, like if you see on papers, the, the skills and all that thing. Yeah, that Chris Weidman. But let's see. I don't know if Chris Weidman is... Maybe I think he's going down already. I don't know. I kind of feel like this is the fight to to kind of stay relevant in the UFC. I think for both of them, for both you of know them. what I mean. I think that's that's the issue right now with Uriah. I mean, I remember when Uriah was kind of um, on the what was, what was that show, um, The Ultimate Fighter. And he was basically like touted as the, 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 the next John Jones, like like that spinning fucking. I remember Joe Sonny saying during the show because Sony was a coach right she was saying to him you're ready to fight Anderson Silva now yeah, yeah he was yeah, saying yeah. that I just remember like every time he knocked someone out on that show everyone was kept quiet like do you know what I mean because it was so devastating like everyone was like fuck but the problem is his his issue has always been his mental game mental game yeah, he yeah, felt depression and then he lost the finals in the yeah, 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 exactly, he lost the yeah. finals so um, this, I think this didn't help him as well the fact that everyone was putting him in as the the new guy, you know, like the new champ. Yeah, I think the pressure. It was too early, you know. They, yeah. it, that's not good. It could he couldn't handle. It. Yeah, I mean, like I also remember, like sometimes when he knocked people out in the Ultimate Fighter, he would at the end he would cry or he would apologize and and, and feel bad that he knocked them out. I don't know if you remember that. I remember. I don't. I remember some flash. I remember. Yeah, because like, I remember he would like. Because normally, like, when you knock someone out, especially when you really knock someone out, like you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, like I just knocked him out. By the way, how? What? What was his nickname? I want to ask you because at that time I watched in Brazil. It was a long time ago, it was right? A long time ago. And people used to call him the homem ambulância. Homem ambulância means ambulance man I would oh really him. yeah like you know because every guy that he fought will go into the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it's true though how, how people were, were was do you remember how people was calling it were calling I can't him? remember was, like, was something there like was that something yeah yeah, yeah. I, I now that you say it, I do remember they did call him because like every every guy that he fought he knocked they, they left yeah. to the hospital yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah I remember that dude like he was a beast man <laughs> like then um, yeah look I, you know the, the problem is if your eye doesn't win this I honestly think that it's going to be very tough for him to stay relevant, stay relevant. In, in the UFC for the next couple of fights. With Chris Weidman, he's obviously... But, but apparently he's really focused. That's what... He's been saying that for years, yeah, He has been saying that for years, but like that's what people have said too. You know, like he's really focused to 
to reach the highest level. While Chris Weidman, I'm not really sure. Chris Weidman, yeah, he was the champion. He beat Anderson Silva twice. It's understandable, you know. He's definitely not on his prime. He fought. He had man. Look at Chris Weidman. He fought Luke Rockroads and then Romero, and then Blahovic. You yeah. know, like yeah. he had a one that was. He lost yeah. all these fights, but and then Jackery. You remember the yeah, night that came up? Yeah, he, he was almost doing great. That one. He, he was doing great, yeah. but man, he got like. So I don't know if he. I think he's going down already in terms of. Well, according to him, he's four fights away from retirement, and he's two fights. He said away, that he's mm. two fights away from fighting for the belt. So he looks at it as two fights more, and then he'll fight for the belt. He'll win the champion. He'll win the belt, and then he, he said he'll, one, he'll fight once more. Once more, and then he'll walk away. I mean, with the name that he has, it depends how he wins. Well, he spent a lot of money. Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, if he wins in a nice way, yeah, he might be right. He's, def he's definitely made a lot of money. He's, he's had a good career. Um, Let's say he beats, he beats Uriah Hall, and then he challenges like Paulo Costa, and then he beats Paulo Costa. He's there. Yeah, that's a good point. Paulo Costa has no fight. By the way, he just posts something. He posts something. He's posting all these weird shit, man. No, like, but he posts like like training. You know, like uh, apparently he's back. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we we're talking that we we're talking last time that he disappeared from social media and all that shit. Oh, Paulo! Ah, he just turned thirty years old. Yeah, well, don't drink too much. <laughs> um, and then kind of the the first limbs. Well, not really the prelims, ah, they're, they're, but the, the first fight that's opening up the main card is Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crute again. I don't remember the 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 uh, the, the. I didn't even know Smith. I know him. Fight. I remember him, but I don't remember his fight. Who? Jimmy the, the, Crute. Yeah, Jimmy Crute is an up and coming Australian. Like he's mm -hmm. the next kind of. I feel like he could potentially be the next big superstar for oh, really? Australia. Um, he's only had one loss, but I think it wasn't that bad. But. Yeah, he's definitely on the up and coming. If he beats Anthony Smith, then that kind of puts him in the discussions to fight some of the best of the best. Mm. So, you know what I mean? I, I do think Jimmy Crute is on the rise, so keep a lookout for him. Going Anthony down to Smith. Prelims, who do you have? Going to the prelims, who we got? I mean, Alex. Did you Oliveira. see? By the way, you talk about you. You, you say about Anthony Smith. I remember. Did you see what he said about Ben Askren and no. and Jake Paul? What do you say? I like what he said. He said like he understands the game and all that thing, but he didn't like the the way that Jake Paul disrespects Ben Askren and all that thing. But okay, let's just jump. Let, let, okay, let's <laughs> yeah, we're just like we're just like trying to to talk about right. everything. What do you want to do? Yeah, you see, she says, well, let, let, done. We're done with it. Right? Like, I had uh, cowboy, the Brazilian cowboy, getting ready. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Then we yeah. that. All right. I, I, <laughs> I you, love you, it. You, you watch the the podcast. The podcast yeah, I like I like the podcast. I think first of all, I think a They're lot all of people. Fucking drunks. Yeah, because they, they were just that was literally from less than twenty four hours from that fight. Yeah, they shot it, right? like, but look, I, I think a lot of people have underestimated um, Jake Paul, not just as a fighter or a boxer, but as a businessman and as someone that clearly has studied the game. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think that that's mm -hmm. one thing that people probably don't. They just think he's just some white boy like talking shit and calling everyone out, like. Yeah, he's doing that, but at the same time, I, I I do think he's very careful of who he's selecting as his opponent. Ben Askren was the perfect, perfect opponent to basically justify him being as a boxer. 
Do you know what I mean? Because it was it's an easy Don't win. It was an easy win for him. And he's gonna Rodrigo. keep doing that, making a lot of money, making huge of money against people that he can win. Just like we talked last time, sixty-five million. I mean, obviously that that didn't, sixty-five million. That didn't all, that didn't go to all to him. So it generated one point three to one point five million. How much was the pay per view? So fifty. Fifty. Yeah. So how much? So the the revenue was sixty-five million. Yeah, around sixty-five. Sixty-five. So let's to say million. he had maybe thirty percent of that. Yeah, he probably he probably bagged about twenty million. Holy shit! Not not bad for a twenty three years old kid, twenty four years old kid. You know it, what he said was really interesting. He is the most successful three and O boxer <laughs> in, in the history, history of this sport. Yeah. There is no one, and and you're like he made a really interesting comment. He's like, "How much did Conor McGregor make in his third fight?" Then he said, "How much did Floyd Mayweather, uh, Mayweather make on his third fight?" Right, and everyone's like, "I don't know." They didn't make the money that he was making. Not even close. And that's a that's a fact, man. Like, you can't you can't deny the guy. You yeah, can't deny he's the a guy. smart dude, and I think his next opponent, and he kind of he gave it away on on that podcast, is Dustin Poirier. He mentioned Dustin Poirier, and the reason why is because. No, the, man. Yeah, like, think about it. The way he looks at it is this. Dustin Poirier will fuck you up, man. I don't I know. I mean, he is much bigger, but... I don't know. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Jake Paul's bigger. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is bigger, but Jake, Dustin Poirier is a big boy, too, man. Oh, He's not I as mean, big. Okay, this, this is the way I look at it. The reason no, why it's Poirier no. next is because... If Did he watch the whole thing? He said that? Yeah, yeah, he said it. He said it. But, okay, he, he also said that he would fucking beat the shit out of Daniel Cormier as well. Like he did say that too, um, but he he did say fat like boy. yeah you call him fat yeah. boy. But he did say he wanted he wanted uh, Poirier, and the the logic makes sense. Poirier beat Connor last fight. If Poirier beats Connor again, and then fights, if he beats Connor, yeah, I he, I I, 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 can, I, mean? I can't see Jake Paul talking shit yeah. about this. So if if Poirier beats Connor again on July. There is no question he's going to call Poirier out, and Poirier will take the fight because Poirier now is all about the money fight. Of course, he's right. right he's all yeah. about the money fight, right? And let's just say, if he beats okay, let's just say hypothetically, I'm not saying that he will. Let's just say he does beat Poirier in a boxing match. But I don't think UFC would would, would allow Poirier to go unless to he Poirier. retires. No, but yeah. he still has the. Even if he retires, he's still under contract. Unless he fights them to the last fight, look Ben Askren. Ben Askren needs to ask permission to Dana White to the UFC because he, he was retired, but he still was under contract. There has to be something because, like, even that. Remember when the whole Connor and and the Poirier thing started? It was an exhibition charity fight. There's ways to do it. I feel like, and I think they can figure out a way. Anyway, the, my point is, if Poirier beats him, right, Connor, Jake Paul would try to. Jake Paul wants the Connor fight. So the only way to do it is to get to Poirier, right? And if he beats Poirier, for example, then for someone like Connor, of course he's gonna basically say like, "Let's fight." Do you think Connor would fight him? Yeah. I, Connor, never, Connor never mentioned his name. Connor is yeah, not giving him. Ten, he has mentioned did, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's actually given them props. He's basically like respect to them for getting it. Mm. They haven't. He hasn't talked to him like in the sense of like fighting him, but he has mentioned them. Because I remember when he was posting those videos about Connor and all that yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Connor didn't reply at no, all. He didn't, yeah. yeah. But look, I, speak I, about Connor. What the, what the fuck is going on? He's like posting some videos on in uh, UFC weird gym, gym in Dubai. Or something doing like, like yeah, yeah like, man, you got a fight schedule, man, yeah, and he just lost. 
least one. You know, wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know if he just wants to promote his McGregor fast program, but it doesn't make any sense. He's, he's still traveling. He's still traveling since the the fight. Yeah, he's doing a lot of that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm guessing he's having a camp in Dubai with Kavanaugh and all that, but I, I don't know. He's probably just traveling around with the. Well, maybe the he hasn't actually started his camp yet. That's that's what I that's what I think. I think yeah. after the fight. He just got in his yacht and just traveling. So around. I think in May he'll probably go and go into yeah, uh, a proper like fight camp. That's what I think. Cormier is training, man. Cormier, Cormier, uh, sorry, uh, Poirier has been training, man. He's uh, he's uh, he's at Florida. Even if maybe if he's not in camp, like just still going Poirier's to help, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Masvidal, yeah. you know, and yeah, all these guys. So yeah, I, I just I, I think obviously now is not the right time for the Conor fight for Jake. But if he does. Let's say, for example, Jake does fight Poirier or any like UFC fighter, Mike Perry or Woodley or stuff like that. And let's just say like, you know what I mean? He beats any of them. It does give credibility to Jake Paul. And it's it's probably then that's when Connor will say, OK, let's fight now. I can't remember if I say if I if I say if I say this last week, but Dana White can finish all this shit. He already said it. Huh? He already said it. He already said that he's going to send um, lawyers to Jake Paul because he's basically saying that like you can't reach out to my fighters under contract. No, so, but what I want to say is like he can finish in a different way. Instead saying that, it's interesting. I didn't know about that, by the way. But anyways, he could just say, hey, Jake Paul, do you want to fight UFC fighters? I'm giving you three options. Here are my options. Option number one, Robert, Robert Whitaker. He's about the same size as you, okay? Option number two, the champ, Israel Adesanya. Do you want to take? He's quite skinny. No? Okay, so I have option three. He's not, he has a, he has a challenge to Paulo Costa. He is exactly the same size as you. He also, he just had a, like a, he used to train with your brother, remember that? And then if Dana White made some, do something like, if he does something like that, Man, what what Jake Paul will do? You know, like he's gonna say, "Oh no, I'm not gonna take it." He's giving three options. Look, I'm giving to you. You can choose any of these three guys to fight to in boxing rules thriller in a small ring. Choose. But you know what? But then really White's not gonna do that. I think because he wants to have Jake Paul as bigger because Jake Paul is getting a lot of attention for young people, and these guys are starting to watch UFC. Yeah. But you know, if he does that, he's in trouble. Look, don't get me wrong. I love the UFC. I, I love, I love this whole kind of boxing versus MMA and the fact that it's a YouTuber. Um, but you just can't deny his skill set right now, Jake Paul. And even like the, there's this discussion around like Woodley, uh, Woodley would smash Jake Paul. And I'll be honest with you, I think. Jake would beat Woodley in the boxing right? I really do. And I, and I, I, I didn't want to say that too, but I'm actually, I'm worried. It's not like if he fights Paulo Costa, I wouldn't be worried. Yeah. If he fights Whitaker, mm. I wouldn't be worried. If he fights Adesanya, I wouldn't be worried. But if he fights Tyre Woodley, I'm worried. Yeah, I just. And I, then it would be so bad for yeah, him. Yeah, it would be thing. so bad. And, and that's the problem now because the more that this goes on, and let's just say the more that Jake wins, if he does, it's gonna look bad on the UFC, and I think Dana has to step up because he has to protect the brand. But that's the best thing for Dana stepping up, putting guys, real guys that can—it's like equal size—and Dana knows that they'll destroy him. Imagine Paulo Costa fighting him. I don't know. That's <laughs> the thing. I really don't know because, like, are you are you are you, are you, are you, are you fucking I, I, insane? I, I, I don't know. Paulo Costa. 
Yeah, I don't know. No, I really dude, don't. No. I think it's I think, just like a different level. Uh, these three guys that I talk, it's just like different levels. Like for example, because, like, Izzy, really? You think Izzy would beat him at a boxing match? I think obviously Izzy would be the easiest one. Paulo Costa still goes to bang, so it's like two guys banging. But easy is like just picking him apart. We're already talking about it. In boxing. No, in in boxing. Boxing. If it's MMA, he's had six professional, professional boxing fights, man. He lost one already, right? He lost one, but he has six professional fights, 100 kickboxing fights, and 20 MMA fights. I don't know. No. <laughs> no, you're just like, no, 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 no. Uh, you got too hype after that. that, 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 that because like, deep down inside, I kind of knew Jake was going to win. He it, is right? talented. Look. Don't get me wrong, for three years, three fights, with all that attention, because his attention can put you in, like, in a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, fucking The pressure yeah, yeah, yeah. can be really the opposite. He is really talented. Can he be a boxing world champion? I don't think he has enough time to do it, because he's making so much money, so much, you know, like, he could, like, 24, if you train full time, you know, like, for the next six years. I don't think, even though I don't think you could, but anyways, it would be very hard because people that, that boxing champions, they have been doing this for the rest of like the whole life. You yeah. know, striking people start when they're like six years old, you yeah. know, so, uh, so it's hard, but all I know is that, but he's talented. If you compare him to any amateur fighter, I'm not talking about amateur because Olympic, Olympic is also amateur. I'm not talking about Olympic fighters, but like amateurs, guys with three fights, only yeah. three fights. Yeah, yeah. He is fucking talented, man. He has been doing this for three years only. So yeah, no, I, I, and that's the thing. It's like it's hard because Ben Askren is not the benchmark to see whether or not Jake yeah. Paul is is a great boxer, right? The reality is that he either has to fight a really established UFC fighter, someone that's not retired, and someone that's not a wrestler, right? Unfortunately, it seems like a lot of people are leading towards Woodley, and I mean, look, I'm, I'm a big Woodley fan. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like I just don't think Woodley's the the, the fight. It, it, I think Poirier makes a lot of sense because for no, me, Poirier is like too small, man. Not small. He's not small. He's a big boy, but Poirier. He's the same size as uh, Askren in terms of size, no? No. Yes, in terms of like height and everything else. Yeah, kind of. But that's the thing, and you could see how much bigger Jack better Paul was. Yeah, but then you look at Woodley. No, Woodley's of course, would be, a, would be a would be a better fight. But Woodley's heavier than than than, than Askren or than than Poirier. True, 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 true. And Woodley hates as a fucking truck. He Poirier did. is more tactical, but he still hates as a fucking truck. Yeah, I don't know. It's, that's the thing. Like, who do you put? But in front I don't of them? see. Look, I, I, to me, these two fighters, Poirier and Woodley, they would be the favorites. But I wouldn't be surprised. Now, actually, I would be surprised if if you would beat like uh, Poirier. Uh, that's the thing. Poirier to me is at least a good. They're like, they're a very good favorite. Even Woodley, actually. I mean, look, Woodley let me put like this: Woodley, uh, no, Poirier and Woodley. They're like favorites for sure. Like big favorites. But I would, it's like I can't see Jake Paul winning by uh, you know like something like crazy. Yeah. You know. But in my opinion, I think they would kick his ass. You know, like kick his ass like badly. Yeah. But it, you got it. Yeah. But for example, let's say he's fighting one of these three guys that I just mentioned: Arasanya, Paulo Costa, and Whitaker. I actually think he would beat Whitaker. Okay. Whitaker has last chance, like his chance is a little lower. But imagine him fighting Paulo Costa and Adesanya. What are you talking about, man? It's okay, just... okay, I would say like Izzy, yes, but Costa, no. 
Costco, no man. It would be like a, 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 a like a murder. It's too, it's too. No, I, I think. No, dude, you're just like you're getting. It's think, look. Okay, I get it. The fact is because at the end of the day, we need to compare. You know, like we haven't, we couldn't see any comparison between Jake Paul and some in the good fighter. Because yeah, we see yeah, the yeah. videos, we see him doing pads. He's doing okay. Sparring's pretty good. He's sparring. But who sparring? is he sparring? You you know you know. First step is like this: if you put yourself in a guy with in, with in a place that you have only low level people, that really guy no. that is a little better, he's gonna look really good. But then when you put that guy that is average, but is a little much, but much better than the other guys with guys really good, he looks like a kid. So that's the thing. We can't we cannot take. Him, I mean, we can see that he has good movement. But we don't know how good are these movements if we do with the best guys. For example, even if you watch the videos with him and, and, and Masvidal, you can see the way that they move is just completely different. Mm. Watch, like it's a small clip, you know, they're hitting the pads, but just the way that they move, it's just like, you can see there is a, like a gap between them. I, I will say this though, Nate Robinson lasted longer than Ben Askren. <laughs> so, I mean, and Ben Askren is a, Olympian, considered one of the best wrestlers in the world, um, a multi MMA champion across multiple divisions, and Dude, Nate Robinson lasted lasted longer. So I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not a huge Jake Paul fan, but I'm starting to believe Dude, that actually the there's a lot more to him than we think. And when 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 you see a person that confident it reminds me of connor when he was coming up as well Cold and sometimes like i feel like the jake paul story is only just beginning do you know what i mean and, and and maybe it's regardless of who he fights but i do think this is part of this new i guess path that jake's created that his goal is to fight connor that's his ambition right and I really do think it will happen in the next two years, providing Jake keeps winning, right? And providing like his opponents a high level. But look, Connor is a smart guy. If Jake Post keeps like winning, Connor will see. Like, let's say Jake Post beats a, like a real guy. Okay, now, yeah. Ben is you got it, but Ben. Connor will start to think: Is worth? Is worth it for me to fight him? I'm fighting against a guy who is like 30 pounds heavier than me. Weight. But you know, I don't think Connor gives a shit about weight class, right? I mean, to him, he's like, I'll be anyone, it's anywhere. He's just too big, man. Connor is, Connor, Connor doesn't, Connor is probably at the moment 175 maximum. Maximum. Yeah, you got this. I think you got 180. Ball. I think you got to 190 is too much, for sure. No. He's 175. You can see he's in a good shape. More than that, he wouldn't be in a good shape. But then you also look at the. Uh, and then you have a, a guy who can be easily two. He is 200 pounds, but he could be bigger. Yeah, but you look at the Floyd and Logan Paul. Like the, it's basically 160 for for Floyd and then 190 for Logan, right? But so man, in a way, like we talk about Floyd Mayweather. In a box, I don't know, man. Like look, we gotta, we gotta, we need, you need to understand that it's not Jake Paul coming to MMA now. It's Logan Paul going to boxing. Well, it's going to Logan Paul to Floyd's boxing. So it's a that's very the thing. It's like all favor favoring like like Floyd besides the weight. So 
Yeah. If, for example, let's say Logan uh, Jake Paul against Conor McGregor, even kickboxing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 it, like actually, Conor is going is giving a lot of weight, and he's going to the other guys' expertise. I mean, Conor is still better than him, but uh, like you know, yeah. the only the only thing that a guy knows is to do. Conor wouldn't do that. But if it's like MMA, Conor would do it for sure. Oh, I for think sure, you'd yeah. take it to be honest, just because of the the, the money, you know. Well, he knew that he would lose. The but. amount of money that Conor can make in a boxing match with Jake Paul in the next two years, I think it would be his highest payday. It would make more money than Floyd. Yeah, not more than Floyd, man. I'm telling you. Anyway, like, like he needs to win too, like many more fights to be close to Floyd. I would say Jake Paul is two fights away from a Conor McGregor fight. Two fights, and I'm going to end it there. Everyone, episode 17 or 18, Bye. I can't remember. We're out. We're going to continue this conversation. Uh, I hope Logan Bull no versus That's going to be an interesting one, yeah. though. Like, uh, we're going to break that one down anyway, guys. Um, yeah. Have Cheers. a good weekend. Take it easy. Good one. Good one. <laughs>